Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League a Guru Podcast, recording on location today, but a few news stories that I want to go through that I haven't spoken about over the last few days, so quite a bit to get through here, so the news stories I've got written down are the rumours around that Cody Nicarima will go to the South Sydney Rabbitohs, from what I've gathered they are true and he will be there very soon. Reese Walsh staying at the New Zealand Warriors, I had this one all wrong, a great little W for the Warriors there to hang on to him. Luke Garner going to the Penrith Panthers in 2023, we'll get stuck into that one, and then Teddy locked and loaded into the Blues number one jersey, according to Bradley Fittler. Those four stories we're going to talk about today. And the very first one, Nicarima to the Bunnies. So Katie Brown reported yesterday that Cody Nicarima would find his way to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, an interesting one, obviously, you look at the New Zealand Warriors. They signed Ronald Volkman uh, earlier this week. Actually caught up with him yesterday. Super excited uh, about arriving at the Warriors. So very good news for all of you New Zealand Warriors fans. He is very, very keen to get over there. You've also got Luke Metcalf arriving there next year, so it sort of seemed like a lot of 5'8 slash fullback sort of characters arriving there. Um, and Cody Nicarima, it always looked like to me the writing on the wall that it was that he was going to leave. Uh, I expected him to go to the Dolphins, and I'm still kind of anticipating him to go to the Dolphins next year, to be honest with you. Uh, but, the, but him arriving at South Sydney this year is a very interesting one. Just on those two guys, the Warriors, uh, have signed Ronald Volkman. Uh, he is obviously playing for Roosters reserve grade this week, and I believe they're going up against Sharks reserve grade, which Luke Metcalf is the 5'8". So those two will actually be going head-to-head. Uh, so I'm not sure where you can watch that one or if you're going to be able to watch it anywhere. But for any Warriors fans, probably one to keep an eye on there to see how your two signings, your two young gun signings, uh, go up against each other. Two guys that I'm very, very excited about. Uh, I, I wasn't going to mention it, but uh, Denon mentioned it on the Dirty Merger podcast yesterday, so it is out there. So I might as well talk about it. I was yesterday uh, grabbing a coffee. Ronald Volkman happened to be in the shop. I honestly didn't even realise he was there. I uh, went up to pay for my uh, coffee and lunch, and um, he'd actually already gone up and paid for it for me, which was um, a very kind thing to do. Bloke behind the counter sort of said, oh, the, the, the guy at the back table paid it for you. So I just went over to say thank you and realised when I got there, uh, it was Ronald. So that's the sort of character that you you guys getting at the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Ronald obviously knows that over the last few years I've been a big fan of his and put up a lot of content and everything, uh, generating a bit of interest and showing off his abilities on a um, to, to a bigger audience. Uh, and for him to do that, it's a small thing, but for a 19 or 20-year-old to do that, um, saw me in the coffee shop and just thought, oh, I'll grab his tab, is uh, a fantastic thing to do. So... 
only a small thing, uh, but it would have been so easily for Ronald to just ignore that and, and just go about his normal day, and I wouldn't have held anything against him, obviously. Uh, but, yeah, a really nice thing to do. So that's the sort of character you're getting at the New Zealand Warriors. You get an unbelievable footballer, which I've told you about for a long time, uh, but it looks to me like you're getting a really good bloke. When I spoke to him, said thank you, really down to earth, uh, really excited about going to the New Zealand Warriors too. So very good signing there for you guys. And Luke Metcalf, I love him as well. He's going to be a good get. But Nick Harima, he's been there for a couple of years now. <clears throat> started playing, you know, he's played a bit of halfback, he's played a bit of hooker. Uh, there's talks about him playing a bit of fullback when Reese Walsh was out at the start of the year. And that's what Nick Harima is, is extremely versatile. Uh, personally, I think a halfback, 5'8", hooker, one of those three is his spot. I still don't really know uh, which one it is, and I'm not sure if Nick Arima uh, knows himself. I'm sure he'd have a preference of where he likes to play, uh, but I'm not sure if he's worked out exactly where is his best spot either. I think he has been unlucky so far in his career. Obviously, up there at the Brisbane Broncos, uh, was very talented, but then got put with Anthony Milford, was a halfback. I don't think he's a... I, I think he can play seven, but I don't think he's a season-long halfback to lead a team around it. To, to the point anyway where a guy like Anthony Milford can play eyes up footy next to you. So I think he was pretty up, uh, unlucky up there for a very long time. He then arrived at the Warriors uh, and got bounced around a little bit there. Fell a li- little bit in and out of form as well, uh, to, to be fair. But I just don't think we've seen the best out of Nick Arima. Um, now him signing with South Sydney is a really interesting one. Does South Sydney need him? Probably not. Uh, with Cody Walker, Ilias, Damian Cook... Uh, Latrell Mitchell at one. Blake Taff isn't in the side. He'll be 14 when Latrell Mitchell returns. I mean, they've got coverage in a lot of the positions that Cody, in every single position that Cody Nicarima can play. They've got Peter Mamazellas. He is coming through the grades as well, the young hooker. They let go of Josh Cook because they rate P- Peter Mamazellas. So an interesting one there. you got Dean Hawkins playing good footy in reserve grade as well. I think he had six tries in a game the other day. So uh, playing well, Hawko there. Uh, but yeah, I, I just don't think any team is worse off for having Nicarima in their spine. He brings a heap of experience. He can cover a heap of positions. I'm hearing uh, that JD, the Rabbitohs, coach, he's a little bit worried that Ilias might not be able to get through the whole season, uh, which is an interesting one. He's obviously doing a lot of defensive work. It is a very long season. It's a very long season to step into the shoes of Adam Reynolds. He probably is going to play finals footy at the end of the year as well. So JD might take the opportunity to give his halfback a couple of little breaks and to be able to bring a guy like Cody Nicarima into the side will be very handy. Now, if they do have an injury at any point, whether it's Cody Walker, whether it's Ilias, whether it's Cook, any of those guys, you've obviously got Mamazellas you can bring in, but you have got Cody Nicarima there who is an, ex- who is an experienced player, uh, and you could bring him in at 9, 7, or 6. And to be honest with you, when I have a look at their whole squad, if, if Cody Walker goes down, that's obviously going to be a massive L for them. They lose a lot of X factor and a lot of spark. Uh, they lose direction as well, but at, at least with Cody Nicarima, he's a guy that can provide a bit of X factor. Is it the same as Cody Walker? Uh, no, it's not. But I think now that you put him in there, he's the next best option to replace Cody Walker if something was to happen to him. Um, South wouldn't be a, a, as much of a good team, don't get me wrong. But I think they're better off with Nick Arima than without him, as are a lot of teams in this competition. There's not many teams that if they sign Nick Arima, I'd say that's a bad signing because he can cover so many key spots and he can do a job in so many key spots. You wouldn't be paying overs for him at all. So as much as people are saying, do South Sydney need him? They probably don't. 
Uh, but all of a sudden, if you have one or two injuries in this spine, you're going to sit there and go, oh my God, how lucky are we that we have Cody Nicarima, a guy like him? So I'm all for it. I don't know if he'll be in there 17 every single week. He might be there 14 moving forward, but uh, Taff has been sensational over the last uh, 18 months or so. So a very interesting one there. But personally, I'm a big fan of Nicarima. I always have been. I thought that when he was handed the keys of the Maldi All-Star side at the start of the year, he was great as well. Uh, so yeah, one to keep an eye on there. But I'm hearing that this one is true. I'm hearing that JD is a little bit unsure if Illis is going to last the entire season and then be able to get up for finals. So having a guy like Nicarima in the spine, I never think it's a bad idea. And if you have injuries, he'll be great to have. So hopefully Nicarima, he can get an opportunity at South Sydney because I feel like opportunities uh, haven't really come his way or fair opportunities so far in his career. He obviously had Wade Egan arrive at the Warriors and you had Chanel Harris-Tavita, you had Ash Taylor, you had Sean Johnson, all these guys that have arrived there that have sort of taken his spot to some extent. And I think last year, uh, he was a bit of a scapegoat at points. There's also been a huge change of coaches. Uh, Phil Gould's come and gone. Peter O'Sullivan's come and gone. Uh, it, it's tough. Todd Payton's come and gone. So it hasn't been easy for Nick Arima. And hopefully, uh, he's able to find a home at South Sydney. Or if not, get some good experiences there. Hopefully, play some finals footy. Then head up to uh, the Dolphins next year, which is where I think he will land. And hopefully, he can be their starting hooker or potentially their starting seven. Uh, to help uh, the development of Isaiah Katoa up there. So congratulations to Nick Arima. This one isn't confirmed yet, but from what I've gathered and the people I've spoken to, looks pretty much locked in that Nick Arima will be at the South Sydney Rabbitohs over the next few weeks. Reese Walsh staying at the New Zealand Warriors. I thought he would leave for sure. I thought he was Dolphins bound, especially when KP signed, and it looks like Munster will still be in Melbourne next year. I thought Reese Walsh would take the money and go to the Dolphins. There's also the aspects of moving back to New Zealand but good on Reese Walsh. He's come out. He's been honest. He says it's not fair to the club, which you know what? It isn't fair to the club if he goes somewhere else, but I would never hold that against a young player like Reese Walsh who's from the south of Queensland. Uh, but good on him. He's gone to the Warriors. He's going to stay there next year, reportedly, so he's saying at the moment. Um, and that is such a good get for the Warriors. It's sensational. So for them to return to New Zealand, knowing that they will have SJ, knowing that they will have Reese Walsh, and knowing that they're adding Metcalf and Volkman, um, this is going to be one of the more entertaining spines in rugby. League. Chanel Harris-Tavita still going great guns. So there's going to be a lot of competition for spots there, and it's going to be very, very entertaining to see how this one plays out. But congratulations to the New Zealand Warriors. All things considered, as much as they are going to lose guys, uh, to keep Josh Curran, to keep Ewan Aitken, and to get their hands on a young gun like Ronald Volkerman, and to get their hands on Luke Metcalf, I think they've done sensationally well. They've also signed Marata Neokore, who I am very, very high on. I look at their outside backs at the moment. Um, they're lacking a little bit of experience, and defensively they can struggle. I think he'll be a really good get. I think they probably play him at centre. Even though I think he's a back rower, I know he's a back rower. He's killed it every time he's played centre. So I think they'll probably slot him in there. And I think that Warriors team, they'll be looking pretty good heading into next season. So congratulations to then reportedly going to keep Reese Walsh. I don't think he's put pen to paper yet. Uh, but it's a pretty um, it's a pretty big thing to come out and say if you're not going to re-sign there. So very good for Reese Walsh. Very good for the New Zealand Warriors. Actually very happy to be wrong on this one. Uh, it's a bit like Newcastle. As much as I've sort of turned out right with them, I'd rather be wrong because I want to see Newcastle doing well and I want to see the Warriors do well because of all the sacrifices they've made over the last few years and in general like them as a franchise and hope that they do well so to keep Reese Walsh very very good get there another um 
Yeah, another cut of the thousand that they're getting at the moment to the Dolphins, missing out on Reese Walsh there too. Uh, obviously, it's not cut and dry yet, but it looks pretty uh, obvious that he will not be at the Dolphins next year and he will be at the Warriors. So, good little get there. Now, the Penrith Panthers, uh, they've flexed their muscles in the... Um, in the buys, holds, sells sort of category. And they've come out. They've obviously lost Viliami Kikau. They've got a heap of second rowers there um, that they can fill that void with. We're looking at guys like Scotty Sorensen, Liam Martin, Maverick Guy, these sort of guys. They've gone out to the market, though, and they've got the West Tigers back rower, Luke Garner. Now, Luke Garner, I wouldn't say he is an elite back rower, but you can see the potential every time that he plays. Personally, I think he's one of the most underrated, and I also think he's one of the best line runners in our game. I think it's an aspect of his game that the West Tigers have never really been able to utilize. I'd love to see him form a combination with Jacko over the next few weeks at the West Tigers, and hopefully um, he can put him in some good spots, because he's always ran a great line, Luke Garner. He's just never really had the halves that have been able to utilize him, and now he's got uh, Jacko that can, but I think now that Brooksy's freed up a little bit, he's another guy that can utilize him too. But for the Penrith Panthers, a very, very good get. It'll be interesting to see where he lines up. As I said, you've got Liam Martin, you've got Scotty Sorensen, you've got young Maverick Guy there, uh, and now you've got Luke Garner. So you would have to assume that Liam Martin, he will hold on to either the right side. Maybe he'll move to the left, but I think he'll probably stay on the right. So on the left side, you're looking at Scotty Sorensen and you're looking at Luke Garner. I've seen Luke Garner play both sides, but I probably do think he's a little bit better on the left realistically. So a great opportunity for Luke Garner. I really do think uh, he will excel there and he will be one that people will be very keen on in their supercoach teams. Big shoes to fill. Viliama Kikau, obviously a very different player to Luke Garner, and it's going to change uh, their shape and their structures out on that edge. So Luke Garner might have to, and you know what, he, he might actually have a bit of ball playing in him that I haven't probably seen, uh, and I think in this West Tigers side, it's pretty hard to show those sort of abilities. So no doubt the Penrith Panthers, they would have done their scouting, they would have done their homework on Luke Garner, and they'll know exactly what they're getting, and Ivan Cleary will have a plan uh, for how he changes that edge. But when you have a look at the guys to replace Kikau, whether it's Maverick, whether it's uh, Luke Garner, whether it's Scotty Sorensen, even Liam Martin, none of them have the ball-playing ability that Viliami Kikau has shown throughout this season. So someone's going to have to level up there, or Ivan Cleary's going to have to adapt his left-side attack a little bit. Uh, he has obviously got Jerome Luai out on that edge, so he can do a little bit more. But what Kikau's been doing has been sensational, and they are going to miss him out on that edge. His size as a decoy is massive. But just his soft hands and his little subtle ball playing has come in really handy for the Penrith Panthers this year. So Luke Garner going to the Panthers next year. Great little signing. Really like that one. Our last little news story we're going to touch on, James Tedesco. Uh, we spoke about it a few weeks ago. Brad Fittler has come out and said that he will be his fullback in State of Origin this year. I got to tell you, this is no shock to me in any way, shape, or form. And if it surprises you a little bit, I'm not sure why. Uh, Freddie, you know, he's picked James Tedesco as the captain of this side the last few years. Uh, Teddy was the DLM captain of the year last year. Absolutely killed it. Uh, didn't what well, he wasn't outstanding in Origin last year, but he didn't have to be. Latrell and Turbo were on absolute fire, and James Tedesco being the James Tedesco being the leader that he is. 
he he didn't need to be the star of the show. He was happy to play his role in this team. He was happy just to get the W for New South Wales and let Turbo and Latrell, who had the hot hands, do their thing. And this is something that I think people undervalue in players, the ability to know when someone else has got the hot hand and just get the ball to them in the right spaces and let them do their thing. And it's something that I think a lot of guys in this competition could probably get a little bit better at, to be honest with you. And James Tedesco, he's got that ability. You can see last year uh, for the Roosters, he had to step up. He had to do everything. Now that they've got all their troops back and everything, he's he, he's sort of trying to find his way back into his old spot. Uh, he's not a selfish player, Teddy. He's all about the team. He's all about every single team that he's ever been in. Uh, so I just thought it was so obvious that Freddie was going to pick him. This doesn't surprise me in the slightest. If it does surprise you, I'm not sure why. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Uh, Pappy. He's been in great form. I think Craig Bellamy said the other day that there's nothing more that Pappy can do to get into this side, and I completely agree with him, but I'm still not sure if he will realistically. Uh, I don't think he can possibly start in the fullback jersey because uh, Teddy will be there. We know that for sure. You all knew that last week anyway. Let's be fucking honest here. Uh, but Pappy, in order to get into this team, he's probably going to have to be in the 14 jersey, and he'll be going head-to-head with guys like Jack Whiten, who have been there and done it before and done a job for Freddie, be going head-to-head with guys like Nico Hines, who who, when I'm comparing Nico and Pappy, who's the better player? For me, it's probably Pappy. But who can cover more positions as a 14? You have to go with Hines. He's got a big enough body to be able to sort of jump out into the centers and do a job there. He can play seven. He can play six. He can play one. He's shown this year that he's one of the premier sevens in this competition. He showed last year he's one of the premier ones in this competition. Where do those two meet? Probably in the 5'8 jersey. So he's shown that he can play in all those roles. And if you had to put one of them just on through the middle in the 13 jersey, the bigger body in defense would definitely be Nico Hines. We haven't really seen Pat defend in the front line all that much. So for me, as it stands right now, I would actually have Nico Hines and Jack White and probably ahead of uh, Ryan Pappenhausen. I would definitely pick Nico Hines, but I wouldn't be shocked in the slightest if Freddie goes in the direction of Jack Whiten. Big bodies, they matter in State of Origin. Freddie has really shown his cards over the last few years in showing that he believes that you need backs and everyone in your team to be big bodies in State of Origin. You don't have to be huge, 130 kilos, but you need to have a frame uh, that can stand up. This is why he's brought guys like Stephen Crichton into the squad. This is why he's brought guys like Campbell Graham, Zach Lomax, all these sort of guys into the squad. So, Teddy locked into the jersey, into the number one jersey. Uh, No shock to me. Freddie was always going to pick him there. Guys, that is my news wrap-up for today. Uh, I'm still away for the next two days, so 
I will get a preview out tomorrow, uh, but we'll see how much content will come out tomorrow. But uh, that's my news review from the last few days for today. And then later this afternoon, I'm going to try and go through my Supercoach Classic team. Obviously, beers and break-evens, we talk about our teams a lot, but I haven't actually gone through my team and told you who's in each spot and everything and what my plans are moving forward, the things I've done well and the things I've done poorly so far this year. So I'll do a little review on my own of my Classic team, similar to how I do uh, my draft one every single week. So stay tuned for that coming your way this afternoon. Afternoon.